hate this situation, I'm dealing with it. You're acting like a first year fucking thief. I'm acting like a professional. Columbia Pictures is proud to present the screen's greatest action hero, Jack Slater. The governor gets here, call me. And Danny Madigan is his biggest fan. <laughs> Jack Slater 4. But tonight, a magic ticket. It's a passport to another world. Will get Danny closer to the action <laughs> than anyone ever dreamed. Summer, it's head-on thrills. I have killed people smarter and younger than you. Head-first excitement. I hate the minute it happens. He's got the ticket! Now I possess power. Real power. He's going over to my world! In this world, the bad guys can win! The door must still be open, come on! If I go, how do I get back? And it's coming at you from both sides of the screen. Where am I now? This isn't the movies anymore, Jack. Please be careful, things were different here. Damn it, it hurt! Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jack Slater. No! This hero stuff has its limits. And Jack Slater is... Everybody down! The last action hero. The big ticket for 93. I'll be back. Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do? Uh, this is on YouTube. I watch Black Nerd Comedy. Mm -hmm. And he always references TJ as like, he's like, I forget the actor's name, but he'll say his actor's name and be like, first black Red Ranger. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty impressive for the time. Yeah, oh yeah. After like... Still like early 2000s? Yeah, I think I think there's only been in total... SPD. Well, that was after, but I'm saying yeah. when, when they turned the lead Red Ranger from a white guy to a black guy, it was like its seventh overall season. It was like 2000, 2001. Why did it take so long to do no, that? No, Turbo was three. No. Turbo season three. No, it goes Mighty Morphin. Zeo Turbo. Really? Yeah. Because the Turbo movie, they lose their Zeo powers. Oh, yeah. And they need to, like, yeah. Okay. Zeo, Turbo to In Space, In Space to Lost Galaxy, Lost Galaxy to, like, Time Force. Time, time Force, Force to Lightspeed Rescue. Time Force to Lightspeed Rescue to Wild Force. Wild Force to Dino Thunder. To Dino, Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder to SPD. No, 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 wait. No, no it goes um, Wild Force to, what was the one you said after that? Wild Force, Wild. Uh, Dino Thunder. Yeah, no, it goes, it goes Wild, Wild Force, Wild Force, Ninja Storm. Yes. Dino yes, Thunder. Yes, 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 yes. You forgot Ninja Storm, which is one yes. of my favorites. Yes. Uh, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder. SPD? SPD Mystic Force, Mystic Force, and then I don't, and then I don't know and I think it's, 
I don't know. There, I think the one was RPM, and then yeah, there's another car one which is RPM. And then they made like Mega Force Deluxe. Like they started calling them like that. And then like each season got two seasons. Right. Like uh, Samurai after, got two. Yeah. After after Mystic Force, they they the newest doing... Dino one got two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, it's what do you like? Uh, Super Samurai. There's two yeah. Super Samurai, yep. and there's two. It's called Dino something. Yeah, Dino Charge. Dino Charge, yeah. right. How old were y'all when, when you stopped? I I think the last season I watched... Dino Thunder for me. Or Dino Fury? The one with Tommy. The one where Tommy Yeah, that's, that's Dino Thunder. I watched like half of SPD. How old? Like... What, 12, 13? Dang. Mm, no. We're, we're, we're lamer than that. <laughs> um, let, me, let me look up what year SPD was. SPD was when I stopped watching it. It was it was around that season when I stopped Same. watching it for like Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. SPD was like the last season I saw most. So of. SPD was 05. Okay, so I was. Good lord. I was thirteen. Six. You were eleven. Eleven, yeah. Oh my. But is that the last one you watched on television religiously? I'd say I didn't. I don't. I honestly can't say I finished SPD. I'd say I was like halfway through SPD. Honestly, probably the same. You guys remember all of that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, it was always like the next year. Shut up, old boy. The next, <laughs> the next year, you had to know you were watching a new series and not a rerun. Are so they you had still to know... on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Which I I'd love to go back and watch Lost Galaxy. That's one that I don't fully remember. Lost Galaxy might be my favorite. In space is my favorite. In space, the is women cool. were the hottest for in, me. In this, oh, in, in space. space. Oh, definitely. I would say Lost Galaxy in Space, Wild Force, mm-hmm. uh, Ninja, Ninja, Ninja. I remember Storm. Wild Force vividly for some reason. Wild Force was my first, um, like official brand new Megazord I owned. Zeo and Lost Galaxy are the two I don't remember. Like what was Zeo's fucking weird. Yeah. All that well, also they turned. We forgot like, a season. They turned into the weird alien oh, ninjas. That's like season one point five. Yeah. I guess we'd say. Because they were children. N- no. Yeah, they become uh, children, then the alien rangers come down to teach save them? the earth while they're kids and, for like half a season. Right, but they're learning in the like yeah. weird cloak yeah. thingies, right? Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is slob cinema tonight. We're starting off. <laughs> I hope we include all that Power Rangers. I hope we don't. Form. No, I Omar's cut that out. Uh, yeah, I'll just edit the it. New, real nice. The new title of the podcast is Omar and Two Virgins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me? Uh, one virgin? I have never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but so today was Eddie's pick. Eddie, talk about the year makers movie title that you selected for us this evening. Uh, yeah, this evening I selected Last Action Hero. Honestly, the only specific reason is because it recently got a, a new release, and I purchased it. If it didn't get a recent release, this would not have been my pick. But uh, it's a very fun movie. There's a lot of hate behind this movie, and uh, from reactions watching it, I can assume we all like this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Cheer. So we'll be... I had some choices. I could have chose some movies we all wouldn't have had fun with, but I went with this because I feel like we just... After my last pick, I felt like I need to bring back my 
feel like I need to let you guys trust me. You need to pick something (laughs) enjoyable. I need you guys to trust me. (laughs) Yeah, because if you had come back with another Moonwalker slash uh, fucking Tammy and a T-Rex. It felt like I picked those over a year ago. I probably should have picked those Yeah, it's because they're so immense and traumatic that they feel like they happened yesterday. I do remember uh, Tammy a lot. Like, I still think about it often. Good. I'm I don't glad. know. Like, remember when the brain comes sparks after Denise Richards does a dance? Yeah. Wait, we don't remember Moonwalker? You guys no, don't. No, no, Danny no. DeVito in his high shut heels? Shut the fuck up. That was garbage. But also, Arnold. I think I've come to a conclusion that Arnold is my favorite actor. Of all time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who comes close? Just for... Okay, do you mean like... Actor or like star, like movie yeah. Do you star? mean icon? Oh, like I don't think he's a good actor, but okay. I if he's, he's your favorite guy to watch, yes. If he's in the movie, I'm giving it a chance. But yeah, All right. I, I'll I I'll waste two hours. I mean, yeah, but there's a ton of actors I could say that about. The point is, is whether or not you. This put is him... the top dog, though. Like, if I see like Arnold's in a new movie, I'll be like, you know, fuck it, I'll waste two hours of my day. There's been people who've almost reached his level. I mean, Sylvester, mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Willis, uh, you know, but Tom Cruise is, I would say, to his level of how big he is, how much he gets paid, but not he doesn't have such a following as uh, other than uh, the, people, the people in his cult group. Um, yeah. I don't know who else would be in this list for me. I guess, like, I've... Will Smith? No. I think if you're well, I, at- I I can't <clears throat> say Will Smith because I haven't seen his newest movie. What was that? Where he plays himself at a younger age. And uh, wait, what? What is that? Oh, oh uh, uh, J- the Ang Lee flick. Gemini. Yeah, Man. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's fucking terrible. See, I I, I, I guess didn't think it was. Too I terrible. think I like Will Smith. I thought it was pretty bad. <laughs> I think I like Will Smith more as a person than as an actor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. That's I, that, I, that's I'll, part of it yeah. too. Their personality. Yeah. You know? Like Arnold, from seeing his Reddit or YouTube page, like you recommended earlier, I, he's a uh, overall nice guy. He mm-hmm. hasn't been in too much controversy of well, besides cheating on his wife with a maid. But like, thirteen years before she knew about it. Yeah. General Who hasn't cheated on their wife with their maid. Yeah, but now he has a wonderful donkey and a little yeah. pony. But like, besides wonderful. him, I don't know. Like, if I see Leo's in a movie, I guess I'd go see it. Just because it's Leo. I don't know. I can't really think of any other people off the top of my head, which sucks because I know once we're done with this podcast, I'm going to list like 20 people. Yeah, there's the, (laughs) like Leo, he's had a nice career and it's like been okay. I don't, I think the closest, Brad Pitt maybe? I think the closest you could come to what we now see as Arnold would be like. The Rock? No, like, like. Close to like late fifties, sixties, Charlton Heston. Oh my god! Or like a John Wayne. But yes, mm-hmm. modern times. Yes, definitely The Rock. There are definitely people out there who will go see every single movie The Rock. I think in. it's very similar to sports, where like each era has their icon, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to compare. Yeah, because I, I can't compare Charlton Heston to Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? Bill Russell to LeBron James. That'd be difficult. You know, different. But in the same way, like that was like, at the the way they see it is that at that time, uh-huh. that was like the icon of a man. I see. Okay. Okay. Like the like Charlton Heston is like barrel chested, not like sculpted. Like you see every little hairy, muscle, hairy chest. He's just hairy chested, like fit. Yep. 
and has a strong jaw. Like that was like fifties, sixties. He was dude. doing a lot of that yogging. That uh... and then like there's Steve McQueen and a couple others, but I mean, yeah. What about what? What was the big deal with uh, Brando? Oh well, early on mm-hmm. in the fifties, it was probably Brando, okay. but Brando and Heston, uh-huh. and then kind of like Robert Redford. Well, at and, a time and Paul Newman. At a time, was, was Bruce Lee ever at that point? Where it's like I don't think he ever got to that because he just wasn't famous over here yeah. enough. It's kind of later. Until the movie yeah. that he literally made like a month before he died. So Yeah. Like, yeah. You, there was never any fawning, oh, what a man, period. Yeah, I wonder if like over there, it's like if there's a new Jackie Chan flick, like everyone's going to go rush and see it. Probably was the case back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've got to agree with you, man. Arnold. I mean, we've, we've just brought up quite a quite a bit of actors and i don't know the think, old the old school dudes are in their own realm to me like where arnold is like our old like our goofy dude that we looked up to like he's yeah, like I a mean, wrestler the, the only reason i know that about those other dudes importance in terms of like being a sex yeah. sex icon mm-hmm. is like I just saw all those movies also super early at the exact same time I was watching Arnold movies. Yeah, so, so you it was saw like, it in there. It was just like... Um, Did you mention Paul Newman? Was, yeah. Okay, yeah. He there was, was like a Robert... Well, also they paired up for a couple of movies at least, but yeah. the Robert Redford, Paul Newman, you know, Steve McQueen kind of in there, you know. See, because Robert De Niro has had an awesome career, but it, he's not like a dude... It's like, man, I want to be like Robert, you know? No, because he just wasn't... I mean, he was playing pretty complex... uh, Jack Nicholson, too. Jack Nicholson was definitely, yeah, there. Uh, I told you about the picture that my dad looks exactly like Jack Nicholson. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he had definitely sex appeal. um, But then, like... uh, Oh, you're saying Robert Redford, like Steve Steve McQueen. A lot of those guys, like, died, like, pretty young. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think it just comes from the way people act in the movies, you know, like in the same way Arnold yeah. Arnold is the indestructible Terminator, basically, in every yeah. movie. The same way that, you know, Robert Redford, Robert Redford would say, I'm the coolest guy in yeah. this club. I'm probably stepping the line here, but I feel like even like those other names, like Robert De Niro, I feel like Arnold has oh, well, a little gonna, more range. Well, what I was going to... Wait. Did you say Arnold Schwarzenegger is more range than Robert when De Niro? I, when, I, when I see Robert De Niro, all I think is the fucking Martin Scorsese mafia flick. Yeah, well... When I see Arnold, I got Jingle All the Way. No, I just, got Terminator. Yeah, here's why you think that. I got sci-fi. Here's why you think that is you're a fucking idiot. I got so. horror. I got uh, sci-fi. What, what you need to do is go... I got comedy. What you need to do Robert is Robert De Niro <laughs> only makes me laugh and meet the fuckers. Oh my god. You should check out Robert De Niro play uh, Frankenstein's mon- monster. I'm sacrificially fucking disemboweling. Yeah, I, I like this. saying things that piss you off, oh AJ. It's god. funny. That's fucking so <laughs> shitty. So, I mean, have you seen, like... But if that's how he feels, hey. I, I'm honestly just saying stuff. <laughs> are, you, are you making fun of the fact that since Midnight Run, Robert De Niro has the, been the exact same person in every movie? Yeah. Even but, even but, even meet the parents. Saying, he's what, just what the I was tough trying guy. to get to is Robert De Niro was never as well. He might have been a sexual icon to some people, but like he wasn't as big as like a Redford because he played yeah. all these fucking weirdos. Well, yeah, like Taxi Driver. Yeah, that he played like, all these fucking maniacs. Yeah. He went to porn theaters, and Pacino was playing like. Just so you guys know, I was just kidding about the Redford. <laughs> I, I just like saying things that piss off oh, AJ. Oh my God. <laughs> it's and on he, like, wax now, so it's infinite. 
Once this gets uploaded, what? We'll... Omar's gonna delete everything about me defending myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a joke, please. Yeah, it's none of that's gonna be. There. I'll say it every five minutes. So, he, so he'll, so he'll so mess be one like, of Man, them. that Eddie is a real dumb piece of shit. <laughs> What'd you say? Like De Niro's only been in one. I said movie? he has no range. He has no range. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we saw Last Action Hero. Oh my god! Directed by uh, John McTiernan. Of Die Hard and Predator fame. Yeah, you guys were telling me this killed his career? Or AJ, you were telling me specifically? Uh, he, after this movie, there's a big... Obviously, it was a huge flop because it came out literally seven days after Jurassic Park opened in 1993. So, uh, Whose pretty, issue is that more? Is that the... I think it's the studio's, the studios? Not, the studio's not realizing what impact a like, close-to movie could be at the time. Yeah. To be fair... I think they thought... It's kind of just assumption if Jurassic yeah, Park I th- will... Be... I, think, I think studios right or wrong, obviously wrongly today, but I think, you know, back then it was... Um, here's Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's his last seven movies have all been blockbuster hits. Yeah. And then there's a movie where this guy's trying to make a dinosaur movie. Yeah. I, I, so I think that's what people saw, is they like... Arnold's like, you know, <clears throat> tough dude, everyone likes him, can relate to him. There's a fucking dinosaur movie. Yeah, that's. Stupid. I feel like back then it is a lot harder to like move the dates too. Like if they saw the Jurassic Park trailer and said "fuck," like I don't think they have a chance. Whereas now it's like, I even like Mortal Kombat, a day before they're supposed to release, they're like, "Uh, we need to move it back a week for no reason." Yeah, I mean, I think I think actually, I th- I, your reasoning is sound, but the impetus, the first part about it being like harder mm-hmm. i think it was easier for students okay. to say do this two months earlier because you're gonna be up against whatever yeah um let's release it a month later because that's when it can beat whoever and they're just like fuck it at least Jurassic that's what Park i've kind of understood shit. from the documentaries about yeah. movies at least in the 70s and 60s 70s and Ooh. 80s is like they change yeah. their dates all the fucking time yeah so here they're just kind of like fuck it we can do it yeah <laughs> i think i think they were like let's put all our money on arnie because why would we why would we, even if we had seen footage, which we're not necessarily proven to as yeah. as studio executives, is like, uh, is a dinosaur movie going to work in 1993? There hasn't been a dinosaur movie since like 1958. Yeah. How did uh, True Lies do? Because it came out a year later, it looks like. Uh, well, at the time in 94, it was the most expensive movie ever made mm. before he made Titanic, of course. But um, I think it came in... It was a hit, but it was underwhelmingly a hit composed of how high the budget was. Got it, yeah. So, like, that was sort of the first instance where it was a great movie, great Arnie, but people were kind of being like, eh. So, after True Lies, Last Action Hero, before this, what was his hitter? What was his last hitter? Was it Judgment Day? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. That was I'm, I'm just trying right? to think of, like... Time, I mean, like I mean, years. I mean, T two could have gotten him any movie in the yeah, world. But why okay. it's this movie, Last Action Hero, is pretty interesting. Yeah. That I don't think there is really a so answer to. After T two, he did Last Last Action Hero. Right. Okay. I'm just trying to get the dates well, in my head. Where was? Because I think it was. Because in T, this movie, T, they T, reference Judgment yeah. Day. T two ninety one. Total and Recall was ninety. Yeah. Was nine. Total Recall was okay. ninety. Then T two. Honestly, Total Recall probably. Okay. I mean, I know T2 was huge, but Total Recall was also, like, the highest earning movie of all time at that point. Total Recall, that was kind of pushed by Arnold, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Arnie... Did he read the book, or... I don't know. 
uh, Arnold didn't read the book, but so like it had started out with De Laurentiis's production company. Okay. Which at the time Arnold had just come off of the Conan the Barbarian movies. Okay. Wow. Which were produced by De Laurentiis. So there was a time when De Laurent- Thank God we have AJ. Sorry. There was a time when De Laurentiis <laughs> De Laurentiis was producing the movie. David Cronenberg was going to direct. Oh, oh God. And uh, <laughs> and I think uh, oh who was the actor. Uh, Cronenberg was going to direct Total Recall. Yeah. There was a version where De Laurentiis is producing, Cronenberg is directing. So that Mars scene where his head explodes would be 20 times? Like, I don't, I don't need, there would be brains <laughs> yeah. spewing out at, at cool. slow motion. But um, there was an actor, I forget who, someone kind of lanky. Like, not, because in the in the short story, the guy is written as very much like, sort of like a lame guy. Okay. Like, yeah. just an everyday guy. That's the whole guy. joke about Total Recall is... He's a super spy, and lo- thankfully, he's also a super muscle-bound construction worker. Yeah, whereas in the short story, the short story he's is a loser. He's a loser, and then his identity is like the super fit, you know, spy guy. Ooh. So that's the only thing about the story to the movie that kind of doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess. Sorry, so after, sorry to go on a tangent about so, Total but Recall. But so after that, Cronenberg had written a script for Total Recall, mm-hmm. at which point that was rejected. Cronenberg left. He did. Um, uh, he did Dead Zone instead. Okay. I think. Uh, no, not Dead Zone. Um, oh, what movie was that? Naked Lunch, I think. Okay. In 91. Side note about Total Recall. I think with Arnold being both buff in both scenarios, it's a little better because then you don't know what's true. Hmm. Whereas if he's a skinny guy, you know what's real. Oh, that's a good point. That's it. Um, we, can, we can go back to the last action. No, that's a good, no, that's a good point. Is like you kind of, because he's the exact mirror, yeah. although you're still wondering why is this guy so fucking jacked. Yeah. Um, you're still like, well, I mean, I guess if it means... I guess that's the same if you go into like a T-Mobile and you see a really buff dude working there. It's like, why are you buff? Like you're just selling cell phones. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's his passion. <laughs> but I'm... Uh, I'll just want to shed light on his hot streak, though. Yes, please. Please do. It was... But, oh, hold on. So I wanted to finish the quick thing about the history of the production. Uh-huh. Is that after Cronenberg's uh, desertion from the movie, Ron Shusett and Dan O'Bannon, the writers behind Alien, came mm-hmm. on to create a new script. Okay. And that's what the story is based on from that point. Mm-hmm. At which point... The only, the only way the writers could get the movie made is to send it to Arnold, who said, the director has to be Verhoeven for me to do it. Yeah. And then they made it. Okay. Hmm. Cool. What's, a, what's about he this hot streak? Verhoeven. That's cool. Uh, well, he originally, they thought of Arnold. This is is all, Ro- Robocop before or after Total Recall? Before. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. You moron. I'm just making sure. I don't um, know dates. That's but, for the for the listeners. But so apparently Arnold was considered for RoboCop, but because he was so muscular, the suit would be like three times too big. You don't want to hide Arnold's face. Mm, not 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 the big gap in those front teeth. Nope. It was never that bad for me, and then, and then but the hot streak that he was on, dude, was the you know Predator. Well, one, yeah. well, I think Predator really opened things up. And, and then, from then on, he just kind of kept on. I think you. I think everyone's right that T two is his peak. But mm. um, yeah, I guess technically it's not like. Arnold's but from peak eighty himself, from eighty four Terminator from yeah. eighty four Terminator to ninety one T two. That's yeah. like a really solid. Trajectory. That's a hot streak right there. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna hear that from Omar. 
Well, it, well, also, he sneaked in uh, twins in Ooh. 88 and then kindergarten cop in 90. So he yep. was already trying to switch. Was it 90? I thought it was 94. It was, uh, I, I think I saw on Letterbox 90. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out again. But it just kind of looks uh, like you can already see, yeah, 1990. Oh, nice. And, uh,. He's trying to switch it up a little bit. He has range. So when people try to be like, well, he messed Yeah, up. definitely more range than Robert De Niro, for sure. <laughs> That's how funny he can be. He w- I never found him too funny. I can be funny. I have a baby. I have a big belly. And then I give birth. And I put I'm a man. I'm Robert De Niro. I'm funny. I'm a parent. But I'm just acting like how I do in every Martin Scorsese movie. That's kind of... That's when he started it's, losing uh, Eddie, I... That's, really bad <laughs> I think it's more like so Greg uh, I have nipples can you milk me look I'm the guy from Goodfellas but I have a daughter look a goomba pepperon chicharron camarilla a gabagoo gabagoo yeah okay yeah go on Omar <laughs> no, I have no impersonation to do <laughs> so this movie has a riftastic score the music in the movie is consistently electric guitar and drums. Yeah, some ACDC. I don't yeah, think because it's a cool action. Movie. I don't think there was any orchestra string work in this movie. The movie would though. be worse with it. It was always like. Which made it cool. Yeah, well, he has snakes yeah. boots and yeah. he. He climbs over cop cars to get to the place that he could have easily just walked around the car. This but whole he... movie is just to make Arnold look cool. Hmm. I think so, except for the parts where uh, he is like floating in midair for like four minutes. Or doing like cartwheels. Or doing cartwheels down against, yeah, uh, people's uh, bay rooms. Things it like was that. a big joke of just the action movie in general, so... But it's kind of weird that he just continued making a few more after that. So it was like, imagine if he would have been just done making action movies after this movie. You know what I'm saying? But he went and did basically the same movie. That'd be as good as Jordan's last shot in Utah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm just making up. What the fuck does that even mean? Playing for the Wizards. Shut up, you nerd. You don't fucking know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know the people who play the ball. Michael B. Jordan? (laughs) Michael C. Jordan. (laughs) Here's where we get introduced to the chief of police, who's always the angry chief of police, because angry police chiefs chiefs are always angry. Decker. Lieutenant Decker. Lieutenant Decker, who has, um, it's not a tumor on this forehead. Oh, God. (laughs) This poor man. This poor man has, like, a fucking bagel bite in his forehead. Oh, my God. Let's let's not talk about this man's inconvenience. Hmm. Or is that is that what you have a full page written about? No, uh, fuck. He's looking just, through his notes. Uh, he's, he's, he's scrolling for like scroll, three pages. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, he's like, stop talking about it. He's like Austin Powers and Gold Member. He's just like mole, 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 mole. Want to chop it up and serve it and serve it cold? Mole. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, can't believe he said that. Yeah, this opening of the movie is is really impressive sets the tone but then the movie changes tones a lot kind of yeah and frequently yeah yeah it goes from super serious to comedic to between don't you don't you dare kill my son i'll never forgive you to uh, leo the fart 
Yeah. Leo the fart bag to shed a kid his, just like pants to a kid just pushing a sleeping. What what would you even call that occupation? Someone who just plays the movies. <laughs> Projectionist. Yeah. Oh my god. That's, that, a, that's, that's an pretty occupation. much dead now. Like yeah. everyone just put. Yeah, now it's uh, press play on it's the all digital. digital file. Yeah, double click. Do people still double click? So the Ripper. <laughs> yeah, the Ripper. The Ripper is, is Jack a, Slater's The child, Ripper is a so. freak of t- Tom Newton, the actor, and uh, what's his name Thompson from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Brian Thompson. Guy who played Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn, mm-hmm. and he has disturbingly scarred cheekbones and prosthetic dentures. Teeth. Yeah, he's got dents, dentures that you can clearly hear in the story. Uh, but uh, you know, he's got a weapon that uh, uh, what's his name, Lord uh, well, kind of from Mighty Morphin Zed, Lord Zed. Oh, like a crazy, but his yeah. this is like an axe. Zord had like a staff. Well, I mean, well, Lord it was Zed. still like you know, it was a fucking big sharp Z in the yeah. middle of a sword, basically. But yeah, it's a really weird axe with, with like multiple double spikes. Double, on double the spikes end. looks like it was made in a comic book, not like for like you know actual use. Mm-hmm. So the scene here has got a uh, a lot of police cars with some sort of yes. hostage situation. And then, like you said, the commissioner's kind of yelling and, you know, going crazy. And then we got Jack Slater coming in, played by in, who? In this scene, Arnold. Um, in this scene, the chief asks for the man's badge, and the man gives the chief his badge. But then later, the guy has the badge already and gives it back again. Explain that. I don't recall that. I was too busy enjoying the movie. Oh. But yeah, Arnie walks in, just stomping on all the police cars, <laughs> making a grand entrance with his snakeskin boots, because he's here to save the fucking day. It's a setup, but you know, the badass cop doesn't care, mm-hmm. stepping on all the stuff. If he goes forward, his badge taken from him, he's fired. The same, the spiel. That's what the point of this movie, it's supposed to... Yeah, they, make they, fun they of supposed movies. to be, uh, you know this, this is the this. Yeah, playing on yeah. a lot of uh, cliches, especially in this situation. And uh, something's going on uh, up on the roof. For instance, would anywhere but within a comic book, would the villain throw his only weapon away, leaving him Well, his defenseless. main weapon is the axe. That's his calling card. And he throws it away at the cop that has a gun. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was yeah. really uh, banking on uh, hitting him. I guess. Yeah, hitting him. He's so good at it. But then once he gets away with that, he doesn't have a knife in his boot. He doesn't have a dagger. He doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have anything. He yeah. just threw away his only weapon. The Ripper, not too smart. The Raper. So the movie that segment of the film ends with us thinking that Jack Slater has saved his son and killed the bad guy. And yeah. Then we go into the next scene, which is a young blonde boy. Who is going into a derelict, messy, disgusting, big house movie theater. Yes, because Danny... He's, he's watching the movie. Yeah, what we saw yeah. was technically a movie in Danny's universe. And the film started getting foggy, so now Danny is walking up to go see the projectionist? Which yeah, because there's see an issue. Nick, the projectionist, yep. who is an old pedo ass... 
Kind of looks like who Grandpa Munster. Nah, he's not. He's he a is nice Grandpa guy. Munster. Yeah, he is a nice guy. Too. Realistically, nice guy. And he was the cigar chomping uh, douchebag junkyard owner in Christine. Oh, yeah. And he was the Papa Munster in Gremlins 2. Mm-hmm. But he's very nice in this one. He's uh, like a mystical... In this one, he only pretends not to want to rape the protagonist. He's a mystical projectionist. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he also he's a magic dre- enthusiast. He indre- he likes to uh, uh, dress himself as Apu from Aladdin. And sp- Abu. Abu? Or is uh, it Apu? Apu is... <laughs> Are we fucking sure on the name? Because I think it's Apu. Apu is from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, which I think is from also Aladdin. I they, will, uh, it's did, a Middle Eastern monkey. Did you hear they went back and erased all the uh, poos off out of the episodes? <laughs> they did not. Because <laughs> there's because there's also the foreign films from Satyajit Ray that I, is the life of a poo. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, look up Aladdin 1992, motherfucker, and look up the name of the monkey. So we got Iago. Yeah, that's the bird. Yeah, it's fucking Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my god, one second. I don't think Abu has a voice. <laughs> oh, it's Abu. A-B-U. Oh no. Frank Walker. <laughs> Abu. Oh no. <laughs> Abu. Nahasapina <laughs> Petula. <laughs> Abu. Fine, fucking Abu is racially stereotyped. <laughs> That's uh, one point for Eddie. One point. Oh, God. <laughs> you have like a million, so it's okay. Well, I guess. Some. I mean, the fact that all I of re- AJ's points are like, no, it's actually 1992 <laughs> on June 1st. And then he gets extra two points every time he insults you. Yeah, yeah well, I also named a foreign film director. They have no fucking clue what I just said, so I it's win like, in the end. Uh, it's a poo in 20 different languages. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a poo. <laughs> Apu Nahasapina Pedalon, the Quickie Mart employee. Oh my god. No, the monkey Apu. Come on, AJ. Alright, so he watches. <laughs> he goes up and meets the the fat white pederist and then oh <laughs> goes god. home where Mercedes Rule is playing quote unquote mom in this movie. Yeah, she doesn't have an actual uh, She doesn't name. have a name. And uh, he basically uh, goes to school late in the middle of the day because he's been watching movies all day. I don't think this kid goes to school. Yeah, Barely. Really. It seems like yeah. he kind of goes to school around 2.30 and stays till 3. Oh, yeah, because in the there's this quick scene. The mom is saying she's lying to the... Even though she's part of the PTA, right. she's lying to the principal saying her... She had, the and, kid has like doctor's appointments, etc. Yeah, and, but he's just skipping out to go to the movies. And uh, our boy uh, is it Jack? Danny. 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 Yeah. Uh, Danny's Jack. Uh, <laughs> Danny oh, Manigan. Jamie. Oh, is, is his name Jackie? A poo. A poo. Uh, maybe. Is he like a poo the fucking monkey? Remember the blanket that <laughs> makes it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the fucking blanket that has his little tassels, his hands. So we opened Not blankets, up. a carpet. Hold on, yeah. the tennis, the tennis, the tennis, the tennis, the teacher in this scene. Wait, you got teacher from tennis? <laughs> I got, I got tinnitus, the ear. Oh, you mentioned from a teacher, and that makes me think of Tina Turner, who would, who yep. had a yep. quick, quick cameo in the first. Uh, There's a lot of quick opening scene. Uh, you know, she died as all entertainers should. Coke dead in a bathtub oh remember when elvis died from like pushing too hard when he was shitting 
Yeah, well, remember when John Wayne died because he had 40 pounds of shit? <laughs> John Wayne Gacy? Shoved Wait. in his colon? John Wayne Gacy? No, John Wayne. John oh. Wayne. These old guys, man, they were they were so prideful. They just... Dude. They're they, like, they, I eat red meat okay. and smoke cigars, and if okay. I die, I die. Okay, like, serious. every time I have diarrhea, I'm like, dude, if this is 1930, I'd be dead. Dude, yes. <laughs> dude, people really died from diarrhea, and we're just eating, like, a hot... Yeah, dysentery, man. And we're just, like, eating hot wings every Thursday, like, getting <laughs> diarrhea, dude, we're dude, just dis- like, this is cool. Dysentery was, like, a third of the deaths on the way to Oregon yeah. Trail. And now we're just like... And now we're just like, mm, that was kind of spicy, I yeah. guess I shouldn't eat that so we, we get diarrhea from like treating ourselves. <laughs> well, they're so full of chemicals, they're barely even real anymore. Dude, motherfuckers were dying from like one hot wing back in the day. <laughs> it's probably from like dirty water, like oh yeah, with yeah. fecal matter in it. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Slob Cinema. So the old lady from Dennis the Menace, starring Walter Matthau, she makes an appearance. She makes an appearance as the teacher who is. Uh, Trying to show them a piece of cinematic history, uh, Henry V, mm-hmm. which has Laurence Olivier, <clears throat> and she's showing the movie. He goes, get to the point already. I want to see someone die because I'm a sick fucking pig boy. <laughs> oh my God. This is Danny Manigan. You're talking yeah. About. Okay. Yeah. And so he like envisions a scene where <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is... Is Hamlet for some reason? I think yes, it switches. Yes. Yeah, and he, he has goes, an Uzi. He and goes. he has an Uzi and his cigar is red, but everything else is bluish Yes, black. he also has like some type of red cape or something. Yeah, and he, blue, the, his yeah, eyes are blue. The horse's cape uh, was kind of reddish. and Yeah, Danny kind of went on a daydream on this while watching the um, the little film that, that the little uh, granny teacher was showing him. Yeah. And he just... He just imagines Jack Slater. Like everywhere. this, this, this boy is literally insane. <laughs> he's a little, he's a little nutty. He, but he, he pictures. Uh, there's a part where he goes, <laughs> uh, "You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I and, don't play fair. And to be or not to be, shoots a guy in the face <laughs> with the Zuzi. Not to be. And there's some sort of uh, badass explosion behind him and. Uh, Smoking his cigar. And he kind of imagines it like a trailer because, like, the trailer narrator comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like, this summer. Did this child actor also kill himself like Jonathan Brandis from Sidekicks? I don't know what happened to I him. believe this kid is still alive. Probably not, probably not doing too much nowadays. Probably in a ditch, sucking cock for meth. <laughs> uh... Pause for edit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's yeah. Pause for edit. Here, press the space bar real quick, and then pre- and then. Remember when? <laughs> no, he'll be fine. <laughs> this, this child, Danny, is still alive. Just so you guys know. Okay. He was in Lawnmower Man. <laughs> what was his last credit? <laughs> last credit was 2015. All our yesterdays. Okay. It was 13 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) At like 60 years old, he was in some high schooler student film. The description is strange occurrences plague a grieving woman. Before that, he was in in one episode of Cowl Girl. All right. Literally name the last actually recognizable movie title. (laughs) Do you want me to just say Last Action Hero? 
A, a, a Christmas too many. Oh, he was in one episode of Bones. Oh. Um. Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace. Oh my god. <laughs> he was in an episode of ER. So this old man starts Oh, up. he was in the Babysitter's Club. Oh. Apollo 13. He was Whiz Kid in Apollo 13. Oh my god. And My Girl 2. Yeah. I think you said something about that in the movie. Oh, he was also in Lawnmower Man. The Lawnmower Man. So he was in a, an original and a sequel. In the Pierce Brosnan movie? Uh yes, hmm, hmm, interesting. But uh, I so think yeah, he peaked in this movie. Yeah, well, and the old is, the yeah. old man Robert Prosky gives Danny a big lecture on magic tricks, at which point he would say, "Want to make this dick? Oh my god, disappear." Pause for edit. Now pretend you're sucking a ring pop. Oh my, were ring pops a thing back then? Maybe. If not, he was sucking on a pacifier like a baby. When, when's the last time you sucked dick? <laughs> well, I sucked a ring pop in like 20, 2004. Oh, okay. 2004. <laughs> you think you could still suck a ring pop? I mean, there were lots of different flavors. I mean, I'm just saying maybe. <laughs> no pause for edit. <laughs> Keep playing. Um, uh, Benedict, the evil guy in this movie, played by, uh, uh, is it Robert Dance or Richard Dance? Charles Dance? He is Charles a, Dance. He is a Lannister, though. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he but, plays Tywin. In, but uh, Charles Dance is the bad guy who plays a guy named Benedict, which is entirely different from Arnold's previous villain in Commando, named Bennett. Can we, can we assume his... The eye he chooses for the day gives him a different ability? Uh, presumably because one eyeball is regular. It's like a dead eye eyeball. Well, well one eye oh, yeah. is regular. Yeah. One eye is a target. And a smiley face. And one eye is a smiley face. And one eye is a lizard <clears throat> eye. Yeah, we can assume the and crosshair eye. And one eye blows up. Yeah. We can assume the crosshair eye gives him his dead eye shot that he only uses once in the movie. Right, in the very first scene that he's in. Arnold's favorite second cousin. Right. Which makes no I don't now I don't understand that joke. Jumping a lot here because uh we also have to put a line in between the movie world and then the real world. Well, well, I guess we don't have to talk about it too much, but at first, for some reason, Danny is robbed. Uh, his he, mom goes to work, his mom and goes he to is work, robbed. And he looks outside the door and sees that there's a stranger, and then closes the door, and then a man who wants to... Pause for edit? We need some good material here. <laughs> okay, he, he just wanted to rob him. Okay. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he didn't want tight... Pause for edit? Oh my god. He even gave Danny the chance to stab him, but Danny is too good of a soul to do that. He he doesn't oh, he's feel... a little kid. Yeah, he's know. scared. He kinda started crying. He's like thirteen. Motherfucker should have been <laughs> at the point to stab uh, him. A New York kid, yeah, that'd be Yeah. In nineteen ninety two, okay, he should have been able to stab Yeah, he should have stabbed his butthole or something. Yeah, like with a giant dildo. Or oh something. my god. You started that one. I don't know. You about egged that. them on. Yeah, I did. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, world.
What was the occupation you said again? Projectionist. The projectionist, projectionist says he has a pedo. He gives a little background how his dad showed him, brought him to Houdini shows, and right. he's always had a love for magic. Which is like, did the dad show him a magic trick of making him his wiener disappear? Oh my god. So the projectionist projectionist was able to put some little magic into the... Which, by the way, I'm also referencing a line in this movie where Arnold goes, That sucked to make you winky, didn't it? I think yes. it was weenie. Yeah, weenie. weenie. Yeah. So they gave him this magical ticket stub to go see the next Jack, Jack Slater movie at midnight. For the midnight release, Jack, Jack Slater, Slater 4. Yeah. Yes. So there's already been a trilogy. Yes. And the fourth one is just uh, a cash grab. The fourth one is yes. this, mo- this movie. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> like like Friday the 13th Part 4. It's which the, is the best one. Which is the best one. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Disagree. What? Wait, I'm not Friday the Thirteenth. What do you think? Five. <laughs> five? What's the What's no, the number six one? And seven. Oh, okay. Favorites. That's That's fair. I'll accept Wait, that. what's your number one? My number one, seven? probably six. I know you love that one. Six. Yeah, because seven is with the girl, right? Yeah, the, the carry, the, the yeah. carry versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six is probably the best. Yeah, six is very. Wow, acceptable. I think yours and mine are the exact same. Oh my god. We both agree on four, but six is. Do you like the same mine goes, movie? Mine, mine goes four two six. I think mine is four six two, but I I can definitely see any day I could put six at one. I like Sackhead. That's cool. The part two is yeah. fun. Well, I think the kills are. Oh my! We'll discuss this in October. All right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We should just do the Jason one through four Jason movies. We should just do six two and four. In October. Six, two, and... Pause for edit. Six, two, four. <laughs> six, two, four, and then nine. Oh, God. I love... Dude, I've honestly watched Jason Goes to Hell like three that times. That movie's so... Dis- I don't like it. I... Just like puking on people. And, and they I'm... suck the... They Wait, suck th- the there's fun. There's no puke on people. Yeah, there is. No, there is. They, they suck the fun out of it. It has the movie. best... I think it's the funniest of them all. Well, good Lord. No. Jason Goes to Hell? Nah, I don't, I'm not I think it. we need to rewatch. Okay, I guess we'll rewatch. Okay, so where are we at in last action here? Well, we were just kind of trying to say the difference between the worlds and then yes, the projectionist. Uh, what's what's his name? Nick. Yeah, Nick. He uh, kind of is not a rapist. He's not, and uh, it's kind of weird that the magic thing came in. And we're just supposed to believe it because he went to go see Houdini. And then it does actually end up being a magic ticket. Yeah. Yeah, going on that, I feel like this whole movie is kind of like, just accept what's happening. It's very goofy. Well, I think it's like, it's it's like, I I brought it up during the movie, but it's like, um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit meet like the Terminator or whatever. Yeah. True lies. If you're watching this, don't care so much. Like, there's a car chase sequence where, like, cars are clearly being lifted and angled particularly differently and, like, in slow motion. And it's like, well, that's not a normal car crash. No, not at all. So, like, you're like, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a Zack Snyder hyper-reality type situation. Yeah, and I, I think it's well done because it's uh, McTiernan, too. So, you know, it's like he got control over it where as goofy as it can be, 
it, it's still like well made the action and shit so it's just kind of yep. like you can appreciate it but there is a lot of goofiness in this so it's like damn but like if you do kind of just roll with it and enjoy it I don't think you would have a problem because by this time it's like okay <laughs> magic ticket and then at this screening after <laughs> after uh, Danny's assaulted and he goes to the uh, police and then he sits there for a little bit and then he's like oh it's time I'll go see the movie because it was like a midnight show mm -hmm. which is kind of fun you get like a like a personal uh, viewing of a new movie and especially if you're like a kid and you at this point you kind of you kind of see he doesn't care for school he yeah. doesn't even go he'd rather be in a movie theater watching right. movies and even when he's seeing something that's supposed to be like influential, inf influential, inf influential or uh, educational, he's like reinterpreting it as a stupid, dumb Arnold yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. I think I've done that before. So he's like learning a Shakespearean play, but he's mm -hmm. imagining it as a stupid Arnold movie where he goes to be, not to be, yeah. blows up. We, we don't even have midnight showings anymore. Now it's just 7 p.m. on Thursday before yeah. the movie is released. Yeah, I mean, I think one of my greatest accomplishments as a loser moviegoer was seeing uh, Batman Begins twice in the same day. Oh, my God. Because I saw the midnight show, and then I saw it again at 7.30 p.m. Oh, okay. That's so I saw, cool. you know. Yeah two-hour-plus movie twice in the same day. That's kind of yeah. cool, too, because you, uh, you go to sleep. You yeah. wake up and it's like a new day, but not really. And then yeah, you're like, right. oh, I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah, like seeing all the Avenger movies, it's like I get the first showing 7 p.m. on Thursday, the day before it releases. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's so odd that they started doing that. But before that, they're like, nope, it has to come out at midnight on Friday. Yeah. Like I remember when uh, Revenge of the Sith came out and I saw that at a midnight showing like, eh. Did... Not to be a downer, but did that start with the Dark Knight Rises incident? Uh, I think so. Because oh, I feel like yeah. the Dark Knight that movies, makes those were because, like, uh, maybe cops are more available at 7 p. I don't know. I'm just making shit I up I think right after now. it happened X amount of times, people were like, eh, it's probably not the best. Yeah, do a little earlier, so... People are more aware, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly either, but... Um... Sorry to bring a downer to everyone. <laughs> yeah, remember when all those kids died? Yeah. No, I, uh, my brother knew was friends with a guy who got hit in Colorado. On that oh day. my god, yeah. that's yeah. fucking terrible. That sucks. That's weird, though. A lot, of people, a lot of people from Wisconsin go to Colorado. I think it's because it's just like... Similar? Similar, but like more... Liberal? I don't think you get more liberal than Madison, except for the yeah. fact that it's just a bunch of white people. But, um... You honkies. You honky. You honky mayo bread sons of bitches. Is that acceptable to say? Cracker. Uh, you can say anything about white people nowadays. But you can't say anything. Oh, <laughs> so, Anthony Quinn... Anthony Quinn is a Latino man... Yes. ...playing an Italian man named... Vivaldi. He and has, this is in the Jack Slater yeah, 4 world yes, that he, Danny's watching. He has Jack Slater's favorite second Sp cousin. Hostage. Yes. And says, I know this guy points to Charles Dance, who is playing a character named Benedict. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy uh, 
is whatever the best of the best. He bakes while he shoots people. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make any sense, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like a nice cookie while getting shot. It's pie, you idiot. Like, I think he says... Yeah. Yeah. Pie, cake. And uh, oddly, uh, um, Jack's cousin had a like a bullseye right next to the tree right where he was sitting being yes, held hostage and that's when mm-hmm. Charles Dance shoots with that that really big what's that would be like a 45 I don't even know that's 12 inch crazy revolver gun. that's yeah. like some crazy elephant pistol yeah. kind of thing and it, and he uses it throughout so it's pretty awesome and uh I guess this is setting up the mob boss who's apparently telling uh what what was his name? His cousin's name? Uh, I just know him as Art, as Jack Slater's favorite second. Yeah, he, he, looks, he looks like Doctor Brown. Yeah, but he's, he's telling Frank that like the two uh, mob families are joining forces or mm-hmm. whatever, and then and then I think he's, he says something like, "Read the letter," and the letter is all the mere the numbers that go from five to four to three. To well, two not yet, not yet until. Uh, Jack gets to his apartment when, yeah, uh, when the cops are sticking out. His favorite oh, second cousin well, right, well, they, back they, off. Yeah, they set him up for that though. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. yeah. yeah, the mob boss cause a, calls like a disturbance so the cops come to like a drug disturbance yeah, and the right. cops come to break the door down but then conveniently at the same time because it's a movie, Jack Slater appears yeah. at the same time to stop them and let them know that it's his favorite second cousin's house. I feel like this is the ultimate case, the movie ultimate case of because it's a movie. Yeah, the, the Jack because Slater... Because the whole joke yeah. of the movie is that it's a movie and it follows movie rules yeah. while also doing movie roles. The Jack Slater universe of this movie is purely the because it's a movie scenario. Yep. Yeah. And even Danny comments on it after uh, Vivaldi, the the main, the old bad guy, the leathery faced one. Yeah, he says his little spiel, and then uh, Danny's like, "Ooh, you're gonna pay," you know, kind of what you say to the bad guy when he really establishes, like, "Okay, we we want you to die. We mm-hmm. want to see something happen to you." Yeah. Except, th- except this kid is also a sick fuck because he's been manhandled by burglars. <laughs> oh my god in who knows how many ways he just wants justice he, he wants he to wants s- justice he wants to see a man defend himself and win he wants justice he wants because he knows to rape because he else. saw the original trilogy he knows jack slater at the end of the day will save the day okay Arnold, there's a car chase. Arnold, bad yeah, guys like, follow. Yeah, that's an awesome car there's, chase. There's all sorts of over. fucking crazy angles and models and so, people in slow motion in midair at weird angles. Arnold and... comes to his sec- favorite second cousin's house <laughs> to drop yeah. off some groceries. Right. <clears throat> he inter- Brown he intercepts the police and his second cousin dies, but at the same time, his second cousin's his favorite second cousin's house blows up. Mm-hmm. This leads to a car chase between Arnold and the mob boss's gang. Goons, I guess, yeah. They just come out of nowhere. Which have Predator 2's Scorpio. Yep. And the dude, the 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 Muf, Fu Manchu mustache guy yep. from yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. And the Mexican guy from Predator 2 and Tremors 2. And this is where <laughs> a stick of dynamite is thrown and it comes through the screen. And Roger this is Rabbit where moment. Danny yeah. realizes that the... Well, he doesn't realize the magic ticket is the key, but he realizes he is somewhat 
connected to this world. It was a pretty cool way, too, because they threw it at Arnold and Arnold shot it. Mm -hmm. And he deflected it and it came through the screen. Yep. Then Danny's just like eating some popcorn and... uh, with his disgusting bleeding <laughs> Dude, fingers. that popcorn looks so delicious. <laughs> and he notices it. He just notices it. Uh, like, okay, it's rolling down. He tries to throw his popcorn on it. Yep. And then he's he's running away from it. Going, uh, he finds himself in the back of Jack Slater's. What kind of car is this? It's oh, like it's, a Bonneville or like something. A, it's like yeah. a caddy. Yeah. Something. But, uh... Yeah, like there's like an explosion, but then all of a sudden he's inside in the back of this car. Yep. In the middle of the action scene that was in the movie. Yep. Right. So, so he's now, in the movie. Yes. Danny is in the movie. He's in the movie that he's watching the movie that's in the movie that's within the movie that we're watching right now. It's like the Twilight Zone, y'all. Yeah. It's like... So <clears throat> Arnold goes to the police precinct mm-hmm. after they escape from a bunch of terrorists... This is where we get our first little shot of, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but we have actors from other movies reprising their roles right, to reappear. So we have Sharon Stone uh, from Basic Instinct. She and has, she, she's in the same dress. She lights the cigarette. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then and Robert Patrick comes through. As T-1000. T-1000. Yeah. Yep. So from there, then we kind of get a more idea that everything is a movie because they have kind of, in the police station, they have their own little lineup of um, buddy cops. It's like they're picking two completely different people. Like they had a muscle man and a rabbi, Uh, a woman and a Roger Rabbit type, like... Was he a tiger or a fox? He's like a, or? No, he's a, a cat. cat. A big he's, cat. He's, he's a cartoon cat detective mm-hmm. named Whiskers, yeah. <laughs> voiced by Danny DeVito. Yeah. yeah. And obviously... Which Dan- he sexually assaults yeah. a woman. <laughs> and obviously Danny is aware that everything's a movie, but everything to everyone else is completely normal. So he's seeing this and he's trying to point out that everything's a movie, but it's just... Yeah, Arnold's just uh, living in yeah. that world. He, this so. is real he's, life to Arnold. Yeah, he's yeah. just doing Nothing's like, uh, that guy would never be with that guy. Use your head. Like, why does that make sense? Don't you realize that you you got hit with like a bullet and you're fine? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And But then it gets kind of deep later in the movie when Arnold kind of realizes like, oh, wait, this is my life. And you guys, it's just a movie to you so it's like at the beginning yeah, it's a joke yeah there's something about like how he only exists because his movies make money it's like and it's or like or like i only exist because the sequels keep making money or something and well he did mention about his son dying too like them being movies. well and that comes like yeah we don't know about that till like a lot later so it's like tonal tonal shifts in the movie that kind of take like weird weird ups and downs because this part is mm-hmm. full-blown silly but mm-hmm. you're kind of into it because it's a a new world you're into the movie world so then you're like okay what are the rules what can we get away with okay there was sharon stone and t1000 and a cartoon cat like what the hell is going on here well and then there's a part yeah. where his not the chief, but the captain, I guess, is played by, what's his name, F.W. Abraham. Mm-hmm. 
And that guy is playing a guy named Joe Mozart, which the kid says, you know, Mozart in Amadeus, eight Oscars. And then Schwarzenegger's like, I said this life in Nam. Yeah. So it's like, they know that the audience most likely saw the movie Amadeus because it was a huge mm-hmm. bo- box office yeah. you know, movie. But then says, oh yeah, I saved Mozart in Nam. Which is like... Yeah, so that character is just that character to Jack Slater. Whereas to Danny, uh, yeah. all of these okay. characters have actors. If that makes sense. Yeah, right. It's, it's, he, it's definitely hard to explain what we're seeing. No, I guess seeing. that's I guess that's just because the script is making it seem like it blends, but it doesn't. It's supposed it's to like, be separate. It's supposed to be Arnold says, Yeah, that's Joe Mozart. I yeah. saved his life in Nam. Yep. And the kid is that's FW Abraham. He played Mozart, he got the movie got nominated yeah. for eight. Or Oscars. like even like walking into the precinct, it's like to Danny that was Sharon Stone, but to Jack Slater, that's just Stacy who comes to the office every Thursday to yeah. shred some paperwork. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. It's a good yeah. point. What's interesting, he looks at him as Jack the whole time, though. Yes. Know, he, yeah, he never... He's the badass. Yeah, he never references him. At points, he'll say, like, I think he does mention, like, you are Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's said, he's said the name a couple times to Jack Slater, but obviously... Because Jack Slater knows He says something like, are you the action movie Arnold Bronstein? Yes. And he says, you mean Schwarzenegger? And he says, Gesundheit. Yeah, he doesn't know. Jack Slater himself has no idea who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Right, right. Whereas Danny knows Jack Slater and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Very confusing. (laughs) Did he kind of mention that he was going to try to find the kid... His where he lives, where his mom is, or or did he just bring him with him to the precinct, and then it was just like, okay, we're together. Uh, well, I think that's he like... brings he brings him to the precinct, and they have that whole scene where they're like, your name doesn't exist in the phone book, you don't have an address, you know who the fuck I are think you? That's just that's and right. and Arnold is gonna take him to a mental yeah. asylum. I think that's just <laughs> the universe of the movie accepting. Being more accepting of things like that. Because in real life, if that happened, a cop would have... Just taken him home. Taken the kid home. Where it's here, it's like, oh, we have this goofy opportunity. Let's go forward with it. Because the lieutenant pretty much makes Danny Jack Slater's partner for the movie. He yeah. accepts that they work together. Well, and then he's like... There's Which that, would only happen Well, there's in that a whole movie. fucking bicycle E.T. sequence. Yeah. Where he says, I'm a good guy. He's like gonna fucking like ram the car that jack slater and the bad guy are in and he goes oh wait i'm comic relief oh, and he like turns off and flies into the moon mm-hmm. and i think he also said he knew where the bad guy lived from the beginning of the movie that he saw before he got transported into it yeah so. yeah he said something about like the house to, is on this side yeah to prove that he's danny tried to prove that he's not crazy by Explaining movie things to him. By showing him... He tempted Jack by saying, I know where your second cousin was tortured. Mm-hmm. And oh. Arnold said, if you... Well, first he says, well, if well, you first prove he, this is a movie, the, the I'll shoot you. He yeah. says, take your gun, point it at my head, and point the tr- pull the trigger. Yeah, because you're a good guy, you and won't be And because you're a good, way, good guy, you won't be able to actually And then Arnold me. gives him time to prove that it's a movie... 
or he'll shoot him in the face, which <laughs> which comes the blockbuster scene. Right, yeah. Where we figure out everyone's phone number is 555, which is a general movie trope. Because, Every woman is attractive. Which starts from, isn't doesn't that start originally from that song 8675309? Uh, I don't know for sure, but I know that like pretty much if you actually listen really well to like any horror movie, it's always five five five. Yes, every single, allegedly every phone number in movies in after movies a certain five, five, point five, of yeah. time, probably after the eighties, yeah. I think it originates from that song because everyone called that phone number and that right. guy got pissed. Every number is five 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 now, so that movie trope occurs, and Danny tried to use that, but Arnold's. It's the wrong area code. We use area codes for the right. eight million people in California alone. Yeah, he says if there's like nine thousand five five fives, how many people live in LA? And he's like nine million. Yeah. So then in Blockbuster, we also see that Terminator Two is starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> he's a good actor. What are you talking about? Best performance I've ever seen. <laughs> are Arnie and Sylvester are they friends? They just said, was it a buddy rivalry? Or I did they actually don't dislike know, each other at some point. I think they. I don't know. It's really weird. I'd like to think they like each other. I'd like to think they. I think now at times yes, but I don't know about. I, I, I think then, yeah. I think in the eighties it was more antagonistic. Yeah, more like because like, like you brought up the story right. Arnold yeah. pretty much sabotaging Sylvester <laughs> Stallone to, to do it to, to do movie. and stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah, but like. Or is that really even sabotage? Because like uh, well, there's Sly a scene, Stallone got his money. Uh, well, there's a scene where Sly Stallone is in an adult-sized diaper. Yeah, so. <laughs> but he yeah. got he got his money though, right? Like, I mean, I guess he got paid. But... He didn't get as much money as if he took a better movie, but right. That I'd love to like be bullied by rich people if I was rich, because yeah. like either way, you're still being rich, but. But your dignity, yeah, buddy. yeah. <laughs> you You're still some, getting you that check, though. That. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they Arnold Schwarzenegger has. jokingly put Sylvester Sloan as the star actor in Terminator <laughs> Two: Judgment Day, and Arnold gives him a little, a little up, like, "Oh, that was his greatest role. He'll yeah. never do better than that." Which in Jurassic Park Two: Lost World, Spielberg plays on this joke. And has Arnie in a Macbeth poster mm. in the video store that David Kep, the writer, runs into before he's eaten by the T-Rex. Wow, I never even noticed that. Yeah. That's cool. Check it out. There is an Arnold Schwarzenegger Macbeth. And there's also like a Tom Hanks as Cliffhanger poster. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So check Cliff, out Cliffhanger. Ch- check out Lost World. Check out Cliffhanger. That's Check out a good, Cliffhanger. That's a sure. good movie. That woman is beautiful. I'm hanging off cliffs. Sylvester Stallone was awesome in that movie. It's more about John Lithgow. Thank is you. Is he better at climb at being a cliffhanger or an arm wrestler? Cliffhanger. I have that movie over the top. When I when I flip my cap, turn into a different person. <laughs> I lock, I twist, and I whip. So from Blockbuster, Danny's kind of <laughs> lost on what he can prove to Ar- to Jack. So he then says he can show him the bad guy's house. Mm-hmm. Right. Where at the bad guy's house, we run into, um, I forget his James Bond character name. Oddjob. We run to Oddjob, who opens the door. Arnold calls in a lot of favors in this movie, I believe. He, yeah. he gets a lot of famous people, specifically more at the end, 
where we go back into the he was like, real hey, universe. Hey, Sean Stone, I was, in, I was with you in Total Recall. You want to be in the movie? <laughs> hey, hey, Robert, uh, I was with you in T2. You want to be in my movie? My new movie is good, but box over success. <laughs> oh, my God. That was very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so then from here, uh, Danny Primo shows Jack the house, and he rolls up, asks to see the drug dealer, and... Uh, Benedict answers the door after Ajab lets him know he's looking for the drug dealer. They have their own little... They kind of try to show who is the bigger penis in this scenario. They're kind of both threatening each other, but not really at the same time. Kind of pretty much showing who has the bigger gun, who can... Who's at, at the top dog right here, but they both kind of walk off peacefully. No real interaction here. Whereas... In the next scene, Arnold then takes Danny to see his daughter, who is her first starring movie role. I forget her the actress's name, but she is she's Miss Veronica Vaughn. She's Miss Veronica Vaughn. I want to touch the honey. That is one hot piece of ace. Also, Sonya Blade in the much better original Mortal Kombat movie than we previously reviewed. Sadly, yes. But yes, this is her first movie role, and we kind of introduced uh, his daughter, who later actually kicks some ass. As long as you get lots of shots of her cleavage and behind. Yeah, we weren't we weren't sure if this was a she's child's getting, movie. She, she's or... getting beat up, but also like there were clear like sex sex yeah, shots. Yeah, and she's just like, yeah, there's definitely shots of her assets, but I guess we aren't sure if this was because. I guess, I don't know. Was this a child's movie or an adult's movie? I don't know. I think that's why it didn't... It didn't do... know itself at the time? Well, maybe it didn't know itself, but the but the audience for it wasn't old enough to see it yet, but saw it later on video. Because this was PG-13, correct? Right, in 93. So I think like the people that love this movie are, like at the very least, 10 years old in 1996. And older. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so... You just release it at the wrong time. <laughs> These kids just well, needed I mean, to be like, like eight years old. It was released... Seven, yeah, with Jurassic Park. Seven days after Jurassic Park. And like I said to Eddie, it's like... Hmm. Schwarzenegger action movie or dinosaur movie? I think let's go Schwarzenegger. So I think they just ultimately thought that like the action movie Schwarzenegger movie would beat out Jurassic Park... Which people, uh, you know... I think they just failed to realize that. They failed to realize the power of the... Laura Dern. Spielberg. Oh, or, yeah. Or also Laura Dern's... Yes. Yeah. Hmm. But I think they just thought, oh, well, this will do fine. And then it didn't. And everyone saw Jurassic Park and not lost action, last action here. Yeah. Just one of those movies that gets... <sighs> yeah, they missed it at the time, but you give it a couple of years and people find it they might have been burnt out yep. also from arnold yep they just didn't yeah they, they didn't want to see that and then it's like oh now he's with a little kid and but the yeah. cat the cast alone should have brought in some people if they would have just tried to show off like all the people that were in it without spoiling i anything. think ultimately it's that people are dumb for the most part so like they can't in a trailer, they can't comprehend that a movie is making fun of itself. Mm-hmm. Instead, it just seems either stupid or a waste of time. 
Yeah. And I bet you people still kind of see this movie as that instead of like uh, making fun of itself, mm-hmm. understanding all the cliches, understanding. But I think there's there's something to put in John McTiernan there where it's just like, okay, like you guys are saying, it probably is for like a 10 or 12 year old, but then the action is good enough. So maybe there were trying to have some sort of hybrid blockbuster where it's like the parents can bring the kids mm-hmm. and then they'll enjoy it and then the kids the, you know and there's well, a couple jokes in there where maybe the only the parents would get type yeah. of scenario like that well and what's weird is that there's that kind of sort of overall situation that we're talking about in terms of like audience and who is who is going to go see the movie my cousin Josh who was born in 80 uh, his like favorite movie of all time was Last Action Hero, hmm. so it came out when he was thirteen. Nice, mm-hmm. okay. So like, I think you just had to be literally thirteen or fourteen, <laughs> and then you. Yeah, but it's crazy because yeah, now the thing about it, it's like, if I was thirteen, I think I'd rather go see some dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I watched both. Were know, dinosaurs cool before Jurassic Park? <sighs> yeah. Okay. They were always cool, man. Yeah, yeah. But just it, it was always cinematically, a, you not. know, for kids it was always either you were like a Robin Hood or an alien or a um, um, dinosaur. Dinosaur kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like yeah. you were either like a sci-fi dinosaur, like. Yeah, I think dinosaurs are always around, man. For it little always kids a cool to topic. enjoy. For me, yeah. it was sharks and whales. Just saying. Mm. Yeah, like just animals in general. Yeah, you, you know, get, you get those zoo books. Yeah, all of that you're learning. That's so funny that sometimes people get grown and then they just could give two fucks about animals, <laughs> but when they're little kids, they're like zebra, lion, and then they get older and like I don't give a fuck about nature. You know, it's weird to me because yeah. we're almost like indoctrined with that like wonder yeah. and then we get old and then we're working 40 hours a week and they're like yeah. get that monkey out of my face yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think i'm i think i'm still luckily still in that younger phase because any opportunity i get to go like the public museum i'll go i like yeah. looking at all those yeah. dinosaurs or animals or just old world, old, old world milwaukee yeah the candy shop oh that's like the museum you're talking about yeah seeing all that shit that's fine yeah. or even the zoo i, the, I love the butterfly the exhibit now nah, the zoo's uh, oh you're getting there omar <laughs> no nah, the zoo's no no bueno you know, you is, see it, the, is it more of like a you just you see them in bad. the wrong habitat yeah. okay. you know, they're not supposed I, to I can there. respect that yeah. but like planet earth they get close enough dumber right? animals do what I say or else they get hurt okay Omar who said that you the zoo owners everywhere see I they agree. just beat uh, I thought the circus people too do that too yeah. oh <laughs> man I agree with you Omar I'm in like a weird phase where I'm like I go to the zoo I'm like damn that's pretty fucked up I'm like mm-hmm. shit when else am I gonna see a lion in, in, in <laughs> yeah. real life for real yeah cause I know like I think like they just recently opened some like new like elephant exhibits like I wanna go see but then I'm like oh shit these elephants are just stuck here for the it would be cool to see it in person yeah that you get that feel of it it's like yeah for me it's definitely a weird middle hey, ground hey look at it this way going to the zoo is still more moral than killing an elephant in the wild. Yeah, I guess. Oh, that's for true. sure. Yeah. 
You don't want to go out there and be. I don't want to be. At least I know. I don't want to be a Donald Trump Jr. At least I know they're being like fed well, I guess, but (laughs) they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're like, yeah, they're essentially not wild anymore. By that point, they're just kind of institutionalized. Yeah, it has its its more cons than pros, but I see what you're saying. You know. Yeah, we just need a real life Jurassic Park now. But so Danny meets (laughs) in the Elon Musk in the apartment of. uh, Arnie and his daughter played yep. by Veronica Vaughn's house this huge stack of $100 bills and Arnold explains that that's counterfeit he took it from a drug bust and that's what he uses to pay alimony to his ex-wife <laughs> yeah. one of the best jokes of the movie I like how we never get to see his ex-wife because yeah. honestly we don't care we just see the hot daughter and the yep. dead young boy and even earlier he uh he plays like a recording when he when he's his uh, ex-wife calls mm-hmm. and he's just like oh I'll just put the phone on this recorder uh-huh. and yeah that's uh-huh. the type of respect yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah 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 uh-huh. uh-huh uh-huh yeah 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 right this sucks major weenie <laughs> <laughs> so from here jack pretty much just leaves danny with his daughter for the night <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, he goes off to i honestly can't remember why he goes off or what he goes off for probably some police work obviously yeah but conveniently um the bad guy shows up at the front door thinking it's the freshman she has to kiss for, to join her sorority mm-hmm. but obviously it's not is and he, the bad guys the bad guys barge in and hold them hostage mm-hmm until conveniently the freshman now comes looking for his kiss and jack jumps through the sun sun window i don't what another, would that be for a house another, uh, probably a california sky thing, roof california house thing sky the, window the Oh, fuck. Oh, she pretty much just has a glass window on top of her. Yeah, he roof. flies. He flies off of uh, one story's balcony onto three others. Yes, and he's shooting the bad guys with their own Uzis. Another action sequence. There's yes. a part where he electrocutes one dead bad guy to get his nerves to make his nerves yeah. to pull the trigger on the gun he's holding to fire and kill another bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then yeah, Arnold pretty much. Oh, Jack. I can't say Arnold because it's not Arnold. Jack pretty much goes on a killing spree here. A PG-13 killing spree. Not much blood. No. Not, no squids. No blood. Yeah, no blood, no it's, squids. It's a lot when no. the T2 is walking along the floor of the building and just keeps shooting people in the kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. But, well, he's actually killing these people. Yeah, well, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, but if you have both your kneecaps blown off. You'd rather die? I'd probably rather die. Yeah. Well, these guys just get an early exit. <laughs> yeah. A nice, peaceful early exit. Just use these all the way. But then, um, I can't. I'm blanking here. Sorry. Bad guy's name. Uh, Charles Dance. Benedict. 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 I, I kept, I in my head, I was like, say Bennett. But I'm like, no, that's not Bennett. Right. That's wrong. Benedict. Yeah. theme. <laughs> yeah. Benedict. Is holding the kids hostage. He gets away. He leaves the eyeball there. But this is where we go into Arnold doing his cartwheels and front flips off of the, off of the three story house that his daughter owns. Yeah. Very majestic. Very kind of slow motion even at times. There are lots of scenes in this movie where you can just tell the actor was on wires. Yep. And they slow it down. Which so is, it's not only like clearly on wires yeah. being 
pulled certain ways, but also in slow motion. Which is confusing because like we can't critique that because this is the movie universe. Right. Which would have Did, actors it, on strings doing stuff. Yes, because like earlier the car was riding on two of the it's two right wheels. For like a long ass time. Yeah, so there are some ridiculous scenes, but it's like you have to accept it because you're in this movie universe. Yeah. So <laughs> it gets yeah. There's some silly parts. I mean, like you said, the way he electrocuted the one guy. Yeah. To kill the other guy, mm-hmm. and then he just like randomly, athletically is flipping off this the balcony onto another one, and then does a a front flip. This is like they didn't even need to add that, but they did. So it's like, look how awesome he is. But it was, I but it was comedic. So they're trying to do something here. Yeah. But does it land? Are people laughing? Do they find it amusing? Well, and then there's like an ET reference, and we're supposed to be like with Danny. Yep. At that point, they're still in the movie. So is the movie within the movie parroting ET for me, or or, or is the movie just parroting yeah. parroting ET in the movie? Well, technically, I'd say Danny isn't in the movie. He is in the he movie. Is yeah, in he the is in the movie, but he's not in Jack Slater 4. No, he's just in that universe. No, but then where does the footage of him parroting E.T. come from? If it's not already in the movie Jack Slater 4. Can his like own mind manifest what he does? Yeah, but his whole mind <laughs> is dependent on the movie. That's yeah, why he says, he re- I'm the, I'm the goofy funny, sidekick. Yeah. I'll die if I run into the car. So maybe there's some sort of like cadence or something he's going along with yeah he doesn't know the difference is is whether or not he's creating the movie that he's in yeah or if he's just in a movie that already exists yes it's like predestined yeah because if he's saying if i'm the comedic relief then i'm gonna do this silly thing Mm -hmm. and then three seconds later he's writing on top of house roof roofs (laughs) roofs roofs Rufus's. We're like mispronouncing everything today. Yeah, I can't speak. <laughs> I'd say roofs. 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 Yeah. We'll go with roofs. The roofs are roofs. fire. If you correct us, you're pretentious and you're wrong. So there's like all this like third level critical thinking of what reality they're in. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a guy called Leo the Fart. Yes. So is it trying to challenge people or just... Make people accept stupid stuff and hope it's funny. You know what? It made me laugh, so I'm going to go just saying they're trying to be funny, and it worked for me, personally. I mean, personally, but you have to wonder, like, no wonder this movie fucking tanked. Were these... I I don't feel like these were Shane Black jokes. I don't. We don't know where they come from because, because it, there's 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 said, lots of weird writer stuff. There were like rewrites. Shane Black had the OG like uh, script, mm-hmm. and then Arnold wanted it changed. So, I I think maybe they just added these jokes. Well, and I wonder what fucking fundamental change happened to the audience where, in '93, this movie tanks. But in 96, Scream is a huge box office hit. Mm, Maybe like, yeah, like at this point. Like why in three years is a movie that parodies action tropes make no business 
but three years later, a, a movie that apes horror tropes, like maybe horror, breaks the fucking bank. Is horror cooler? Hmm. I think Arnold's not cool anymore at this point. Yeah. I think I, I think people are done with him. I think at that time, you at that time, I guess movies you want to do, you want you want the teenagers to come in. Yep. At the time, I think horror is just cooler the teenagers. Or, or than was it just that Arnie movies. was just getting too old? Yeah, that that's quite possible. I mean, yeah. He was, well, he, now well, now he we was have in like, his forties. Yeah, now we have this. like four factors. We have Jurassic Park. Arnold's not cool anymore. Maybe potentially horror is cooler than action at this point in time. Horror has its comeback because we have Scream, and then I know you did last summer, and then all these other movies coming back, uh, or even Urban Legend, which we did earlier. Check out can, Urban. I don't Legend. think it can be a genre thing because you have things like. Speed, Under Siege, um, Fifth Element. But it's different people. Pro- professional. Different people. There's not a, a, an action icon anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're more focusing on the actual story than just throw in Arnold, throw in Sylvester right. Stallone, throw yeah, in it'll a charismatic be, it'll be successful. Because you see how Keanu has kind of had a career and he's not that charismatic. Even if they try to say... Uh, like oh he's he's an awesome guy and in his fifties and he's so cool he's still that, just I've seen I'm him at a gas I'm, station and I'm, he's yeah paid but he's $20. basic in the movies he's I'm not Ke- I'm Keanu Reeves I'm and Tom Cruise is in like he used to be a little more uh dis uh well before everything became dependent on sequels and everything. yeah he so was, he used to try well I think probably like. Now he just tries Last to do Samurai, stunts. like the year before he did MI3. Because mm-hmm. once he did MI3, it was basically just... Yeah, just stunts and just jumping around. stunts, sci-fi, action. Pretty much uh, Tom Cruise going hard, part 6, part 7, part mm-hmm. 8. You know? mm-hmm. Love Tom Cruise, how <laughs> super hard, as hard as Cruise can get. I'm all yeah. for it. I, I like it too, but like, I just... Uh, the old His old acting was pretty awesome too. Cause yeah. Um, he was doing different characters. And I don't think anyone's tired of Tom Cruise just yet. But everyone knows he's just in his own little world. So it's just like, go ahead. Yeah, man. there's like the whole thing about how he wants to be the first production company to actually film in real outer space. Yeah. Which no one's going to give a shit. They're going to be like, dude, you could put a green screen space there and I'll still This happened it. in 2001 to Space Odyssey. It's for real, man. Yeah, I think I think maybe it's just possible that Arnold lost his steam at this point. Yeah, and then because it, then kind of after that, then you see he starts doing Terminator Three, and then End of Days comes at some point. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety nine. It's Arnold with a beard. Yeah, he fighting had, the he, devil. He had a heart attack. Yeah, so he did, didn't he? Yeah, that's what happened. That they. They wouldn't insure him on uh, end of days because he just had a heart attack and heart surgery. Yeah, okay. see, so... So they were like, old man. Yeah, it's kind of... And then he was gone and he was a governor for a while and... Then he came back and did a bunch of shitty sequels to yeah, movies he did 30 years ago. Kind of did... His his second half is like uh, Michael Jordan's stint with the Wizards. Like when he came back and did like Last Stand. And he got his money in. <laughs> yeah. Genesis, yeah. and then he, he put up some stats, but... Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Sabotage, that one was pretty bad. He, yeah, that was very bad. Yeah, David Ayer was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> 
I'm going to make a movie where all the dudes are super aggro and there's a woman and they all have sex with her. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's not a good movie. No. But uh, this movie also has a lot of like high art pretensions to it as opposed to having a guy named Leo the Fart yeah. who the fart passes in seven minutes is like a line. And like, man, the fart really let loose or like whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also a poster for Fellini's Roma, um, death from Igmar Bergman's seventh, uh, seventh seal, seventh seal comes to life. Um, there's a couple other art house references, but like, it's like, okay, so there's references to Night like, Night of the Living Dead. Oh no. Night of the Living Dead is one of them. Yeah. Um, but there's like references to like real cinema but you're like making fun of movies yeah it's fine because those movies are like so far away from the arnold movies i mean it's like look at here but i don't know it works it's fine there's that whole speech that fw abraham has where he's like we'll be there for fellini's or rosemary rosemary's baby's christening yep and adolf hitler will hannibal lecter Hannibal Lecter, but uh, Adolf that was Hitler. Benedict who said that, right? Yeah, Adolf mm-hmm. Hitler will do the catering. Yeah, and it's like he mentions like Hannibal Lecter, Rosemary's Baby, and then Hitler, <laughs> something else, some some other notorious movie villain. But then also Adolf Hitler, as if the movie character believes Adolf Hitler is only a movie villain and not a real villain in real life. Yeah, because he's come from a movie universe, so we can't really tell if he's only seen adolf hitler and like inglorious bastards yeah well like we know in their universe t2 is a movie but i don't know i'm not sure either it's hard to tell yeah yeah i think that's ultimately the problem with the movie is that no one really knew what sort of like line they were gonna draw yeah between reality and fiction so this just confused people (laughs) i think so or they just didn't bother yeah, yeah, maybe the trailer was just cutting away where they're just like, oh, little kid. Yeah, they're like, like, kid kid and Arnold, that sounds dumb. And he's going into a movie. And yeah, like, I guess, you know. yeah, I've never seen the trailer. So yeah. I guess I wouldn't know the everyone's first. Well, also at the time, you're going from yeah. T2 to this. Yeah. It's like T2, he has the sunglasses and a shotgun. All right, I understand what that is. No, he's just a goofy cop. And now this one, he's like, is he Jack Slater? Is he Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is he a different guy? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from here, the eye blows up. Right. Arnold goes on a chase scene. And from here, this during all this ruckus, that's where Benedict gets the magic ticket that Danny was holding this whole time. Right. So from here, this is where we realize that Benedict is going into the real world to cause more ruckus and from there he realized in this dirty new york time period no one cares if people die (laughs) if prostitution is happening yeah you can go these dirty movie theaters just just the worst new york in history yeah he goes exploring a little bit and yeah benedict is i i don't know what the first word comes to my mind is aroused but it's definitely not that but he's He's ex- stimulated. He, yeah, he's stimulated, yeah, he's stimulated and he's excited about what he can do without like, any oh, consequences. There's a dead bum and no one cares. Yeah, so he goes to this initially at first his first real world thing he does he goes to like a mechanic shop. 
he shoots the guy in the head, <laughs> looks at his watch to see if anyone's coming in the next few seconds, and then he goes to scream at the city he's in, or the neighborhood he's in, to yell that he killed a guy, someone called the cops, and his only reaction is someone yelling at him to be quiet. Yeah, they're like, hey, yeah. shut up down there. <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> so this is where Benedict's time, in his mind, he's like, well, I, I can have some real fun in here, because in that movie universe, I'm going to get caught by the end of the day, I'm, it's, it's written in, it's yeah, written he, in he's laying out the tropes of what he has to say to get yeah. caught in a movie. Yeah. And he says it in real life and nothing happens. Yeah. Cause now he realized in the other world he was in, he was going to get caught. He was, it, those were all facts where now he's in this real world. Anything can truly happen because everything is real. There are real consequences and no one can stop him if he really has a plan. And he pulls the ripper in from film land to yes. kill Jack Slater, who is now mortal, and the villain can win. Yep. So from here, Danny and Jack... Jan- Danny brings Jack into the real world to stop Benedict. Right. And from here, he's kind of introduces him to his mom. He spends the night because I want... From my perception, time hasn't continued since Danny jumped into the movie theater. Okay. So, because it's still midnight, he goes, introduces Nick to Jack Slater, and then he goes home, and his mom's been calling, looking for her son all night. Hmm. So, maybe time has passed, but... Or maybe as long as the movie is. The movie has been so far in us watching it. Yes. So, in reality, the movie probably was two hours long, so we can assume in Danny's world, two hours have passed. Right. So, then from here, he goes back home. Jack kind of sweet talks his mother, convinces him that he's her that he's a real cop, and he's been watching Danny all night, showing him mugshots of the person who uh, allegedly, well, not allegedly, but who broke into their apartment and yeah, pretty much assaulted Danny, looking for stuff to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from here, that kind of gives Danny the out with his mom, where he can go off on this journey with Jack to go stop Benedict. Right. From here, that's where they're looking for Benedict. They kind of assume he's going to movie theaters to figure out... Ben- Benedict releases yeah. Ripper, then releases Death from Seventh Seal, mm-hmm. um, who uh, touches a fat cop on the shoulder who then chokes on a hot dog and dies. Yes. <laughs> so, Benedict doesn't want to do all the dirty work himself, so he brings the Ripper from Jack Slater 3, three in, I yep. believe. Yeah. yeah. He's to, even got, like, the reel next to him yeah. when yep. he's meeting him. Yep. Yeah. So he brings the Ripper out to actually assassinate Arnold himself, the, right. the actor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is not Jack Slater because they are separate people. Right, and Jack Slater, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is going to save Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. At the movie premiere yep. of Jack, of Jack Slater, Slater 4. 4. Yep, and from here we see Lil Richie, we see John Belushi. Yeah. Jim, Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi, the one that doesn't fucking matter. John Claude Van Damme, MC Hammer, MC Hammer. Anyone else? Uh, is Billy Joel in there? I think. I don't know. Hmm, maybe. Yeah. Edward Furlong. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be crazy. He wasn't if invited. Edward popped up. No. But yeah. So from here, everyone. All oh the no, things... he was across the street in Skid Row. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> so everyone enters the theater. To see Jack Slater for. And then the Ripper 
He yeah. what is he? He kills one of the agents to sneak in. Or yeah, cause uh, cause he comes in and then uh, there all the people like are interviewing all the actors and mm-hmm. stuff, and so they see the Ripper and they think and they're like, hey, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And and he's they like, think I think I'm gonna kill some. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah. They think it's Tom Noonan, the actor who's yeah. like, who plays him, and then who played <laughs> nowadays we call this cosplay. This was wow. fun because then yeah. Tom, then Tom Noonan's agent comes in. He's like, oh my god, you came in dressed up as a. Yep. And then he even commented, he was like, Jack Nicholson didn't get him dressed as a Joker for the Batman premiere, you know, so, and then he ends up, uh, the Ripper ends up killing him. Yep. Off screen. He ends up taking his jacket. Yep, taking yep. his jacket, putting it on, and, and walking into the crowd for the, for the premiere. Everyone's just kind of funneling into the, the theater. And from here, the Ripper tries to... Assassinate Arnold by jumping from the third floor ba- balcony to the second floor with his cool axe to yeah. stab him in the head, but then Jack Slayer stops it by pointing his gun at him. Right. And then gets tackled <laughs> by Arnold. So Arnold uh, tackles Jack to stop Jack from, Jack saving, from Arnold. saving Arnold from the Ripper stabbing Arnold with his axe. And now the Ripper is gliding down this. <laughs> giant curtain curtain with his axe which was cool to yes. look at it was yes. visually awesome yes so now i always hear i always hear the scientific explanation is if you were to see yourself you wouldn't recognize yourself really i allegedly if you were to see someone look exactly like you you wouldn't notice it Huh. Really? What? So that's my I only think I'd be able to look at that that's my fat disgusting that's, animal. That's my only assumption, whereas when <laughs> Arnold sees Jack, he just goes, Hey, you're a good looking man. You should be in Hollywood. I'll give you my agent's number. He hmm. doesn't say you look like me. He doesn't say Yeah, he's like, Who's your who who do you work for? Yeah, whatever. he's just like, You yeah. could be my stunt double. Like he he doesn't And then Arnold turns I mean uh Jack, he's just like, Listen, I don't really like you. <laughs> <laughs> you brought no. You brought me nothing but pain. Yep. Uh, so from here, Jack is brought down to the entrance, and his he's shot in the chest. <laughs> yeah, he he remembers the end of Jack Slayer three, so he kicks down the door of the roof. And, Before you get to that yep. though, just to go back to the Arnold part, I love how they kind of made him kind of weak and like egotistical a little bit. We he just kept talking a vain. Talking yeah, he about was like, his movies. He was like, this project I'm doing right now, it's like way better than everything you've ever seen. Yeah, uh, and, and this Planet movie Hollywood. had this amount of people died, but this movie had this amount of people died. Yeah. There was yeah. a thousand in the last he, movie, no, he's, only he's, 72 he's, in this yeah. one or he something He said like this that. one, it's like 39, and the previous one is 160. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, I thought that was interesting, where it just kind of <laughs> like, you know, he's not really like a tough guy, but... Yeah, obviously he's no. talking up the business. He's yeah. talking about Planet it, Hollywood coming very in brief. at our restaurants. Yeah, very brief but fun. And then now we're we're back up on the roof with uh, Jack mm-hmm. and the Ripper. There's a whole bunch of business where Danny is sort of entwined in this uh, entente between mm-hmm. the two guys, and Jack Jack is convinced that. He can't get killed because he still thinks he's in the movie. Or yep. he thinks he's a, the hero of the movie, so he can't get killed. But then the Ripper shoots him. And what happens to the Ripper? Well, uh, 
No, he he electrocutes the yes. Ripper. Oh, yep. yeah. With the uh, with the wet the the water he's standing yep. on because it starts raining. He gets shot by Benedict, but yes, he. Oh, okay. Yeah. As Omar said, yes, the he Ripper is electrocuted. The Ripper, Benedict comes up, shoots him in the chest. Yep. They get into an ambulance, and. Danny kind of plays beaten for a second and then throws his whole body at Benedict. Yeah. To confuse him. And then Jack is then able to finally kill Benedict. Right. By shooting him in the eye and Which his head explodes. explodes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They, a weird little sequence where then Danny's like hanging off the building and then uh, Jack has to like swing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, it was weird. It's like the movie reality came into the Danny reality for a second because it's definitely an unrealistic move of him swinging his body yeah. up there. But it's like Jack still has his abilities to some yeah. extent in this real He's world. still a bodybuilder. <laughs> which I believe is the reason he didn't die instantly from being shot in the chest. He got extra minutes yeah. or... Even when they get to from, the movie. From being they, freshly movie character. Yeah, even when they get to the movie there, I think he's even walking towards the screen to yeah. saying, yeah, you tried, Danny. <laughs> yeah. You tried your best. But then, so Jack and Danny are then put in an ambulance because Jack was shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. But Danny realizes the only possible way to save Jack is to get him back into the movie. So Danny, with his 12-inch revolver from stolen from bendick he pretty much hijacks the ambulance and drives him to the movie theater where they have their interaction with ian mckellum's death yeah and ian mckellum pretty much says it's jack's time we need to get him out here which makes no fucking sense but still cool yeah oh yes i agree it makes no sense at all (laughs) they just wanted to give a shout out to seven seal or something maybe the director liked it i don't know right because, yeah, Ian McCullum's pretty much like, I'm death, you're coming with me. But then Danny's just like, fuck you, and brings Jack into the movie world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have their tearful moment. They have their tearful goodbye. Dan- Jack tells Danny he has to leave. There's no other way. Danny backs up, and he's back. Jack is back in the movie world. You know what's weird is I, I didn't feel anything. When I was a kid no. and that happened, I was like, yeah, you guys spent enough time together, but you just gotta go to your own world. Like, it doesn't make sense. It, yeah. it was definitely not a... I guess... It was definitely not a... Uh, I don't know why you cry. Yeah, yeah I, T2. I, it was definitely that, not a T2 I guess yeah. the only Scenario. emotional thing is Danny is a replacement of Jack's son, and then Danny... Jack is Danny's replacement of friends because Danny's only friends are the movies he watches. Well, a, a dad. Yeah, dad too. He doesn't too, have a father. But they did emphasize that he has no friends. and mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of a lonely kid. But yes, definitely he has no father also. But again, they didn't... They didn't... They didn't focus much on that. No. We just kind of just assume it or just yeah. say, okay, well, I guess he, yeah. he doesn't have a son. He doesn't the, have a dad. Yeah, they didn't focus enough There's like for no us to real father-son yeah, we know, esque scenes. We know Jack's son was killed due to his But there's no like at- the time where like just coming up with a, like a dumb, easy movie scenario yep. is like Danny <clears> says, you know. My dad never taught me to play catch. Yeah, then, yeah. And then Arnold goes, you know, I never got to teach my son how to play catch. Like yeah. Some, like something easy like that where it would be like, I'd clearly say, they're each other's, you know, missing piece. Yeah, I'd say this is, if anything, I'd say it was definitely more of a 
a friend scenario than a right, father, which is son. which is weird. Yeah, that why they didn't just take the easy route. Which is yeah, it's a little less caring about because it's just like oh, it's like. If I didn't see you for a month, I'd just be like, "Oh, okay." Well, the closest to that would probably be that scene where they where they're at his mom's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're having breakfast, and then he and shows like, concern. Yeah. Why aren't you going to school? And this and that. And, yeah, yeah. And that's like the closest we get. But yeah, which is still even like more even like a friendly thing. Like he's not really like yelling at him like, yeah, like the father on, is what like, are you doing? Hey, why aren't you going to school? You don't got school. You got no friends. Yeah. Well, whatever. But yeah, so Jack gets back in the human in the movie world, and we realize his injury is just a flesh wound, pretty right. much. Mm-hmm. Of course, because yeah, it's the movie world. Jack Slayer can't die; he's the hero. It's like when he gets shot with a shotgun early in the movie, he just like picks up a different gun and shoots the other guy. Yeah, or he takes off his body armor. Yeah, yeah, say. Yeah. So then Jack's peaceful in his world, and he walks up to pretty much. The only thing gets out of there, he walks up to the lieutenant, realizes he's in the movie, and pretty much just stands his ground, tells his lieutenant to finally shut up. And I don't care what goes on, I'll be a Hershey yeah. Highway. He's the hero, you do what I say, Yeah. and that's it. And Danny's back in his world, and I don't know, his life doesn't really get much better, he still he's, lives in that shithole apartment. <laughs> back in shitty New York. Yeah. He kills himself a day later. Hey, he's still in his shitty apartment with his mom. He still goes only see movies. He doesn't go to school. He's but, not smart. He's not but, talented. But Jack learn learned him. about yeah. himself. Jack's way better off now, man. Great job. Great job, Danny. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, Danny. That fictional character is leading a much better life than you right now. Thanks. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> now I'm like perplexed because like That's fucked up. Danny doesn't have an ending? Nope. Not really. Just, they just only show just Jack. Still, just still no dad, poor, and no friends. Does he ever meet up back with uh, with the projectionist, doesn't he? Uh, there's something where, like, the Nick, Robert Prosky is like, oh, magic does exist. And then yeah, they, they, ha- they the have face. a little, like, ending conversation yeah. to some extent. But, yeah, it's not like... Something about, like, the magic of the screen is definitely real. Definitely nothing where... Danny's life seems to be better. Yeah, or he could have easily been. It's not like the guy says, and now the theater will open full time to a new budget. And yeah, because the theater was obviously struggling. There's spray paint. There's garbage everywhere. Like, or what if he could have simply like just been like, "Hey, Danny, come up. Let me show you how this projector works." And then it ends like that. Like he'll be the next. Yeah, he'll. Oh, that would have been good. (laughs) Yeah, projectionist. Yeah, because now it's like instead he's like, "Hey, kid." Glad you imagined that whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. This makes me hurt now that yeah, I just realized uh, Danny has no ending. No wonder people hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. only was he annoying, but he didn't even have a character. No, Danny was a cool kid, car- kid yeah. actor. I mean, I certainly could have. Why could he be Anakin? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God. Well, could anyone have done that role well? George Lucas could maybe not George Lucas maybe <laughs> maybe just not make the movie George yeah yeah I remember I like uh, sorry random side note the other day I was watching like an interview from like back when the original trilogy was come out and Luke uh not Luke Mark Hamill like in the interview was like yeah after we do Return of the Jedi we're actually gonna go back and do the prequels and show how Darth Vader grew up I was like, what? <laughs> like, they had this idea back then? Really? Weird. Then why did it take him fucking, like, 20 years? He had to. And why it. would Mark Hamill know about it? Yeah. Like, why would he wouldn't be in it? 
Especially but, because Mark Hamill was like, yeah, you shouldn't make the prequels later. Dude, I, I or love... Or the sequels dude, to the trilogy. I love... Comp- I've, like, watched a couple compilations of just Mark Hamill, like... Shitting. Not shitting, but, like... Mm-hmm. Just making these comments. Yeah, like, like I, I told him he sh- I told him he shouldn't that. do that. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Ratings for Last Action Hero. Uh, does anyone want to go first? I'm trying to think. Mm, I I could go first. You go first, Omar. Please. Five. Omar, first of all, promise to delete all the baby rape we had <laughs> earlier in the episode. Five stars, I'd give it. Oh fuck yeah, that's awesome. But this movie is very flawed. Yeah. <laughs> very fucked up. Yeah. It's like one of those like uh, loving five stars. It's not like yeah. a legit five yeah. stars. It's not. It's, it's not a, like Godfather Part 2. Five no, stars. no, no, no. Yeah. Very different type of five stars I would give it. But mm-hmm. it, it just. I had a lot of fun with this movie through the years. It is uh, just a complete joke of what Arnold had had done without even putting a robot joke in there, but they do with T the T two post. Yeah, the only thing he doesn't say is I'll be back. He does which, though. Oh, does he in this? He movie? does say it. Oh, and then because he's like I'll be back. Ha! You didn't think I was gonna say that, and then and then yep. he's like you you say that in every movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure everything he's ever said has been said in this movie. And yeah. and even we didn't uh, mention how in this movie he's uh, his line was big mistake. You know, such yep. such and such killed my cousin. That's a big mistake. But so I don't know. It's just kind of not his career in a nutshell, but. It's a good way to just showcase it. And I don't know if that's his vanity. Where he's like even makes fun of himself in it. And it touches on like every movie lover's things. Like Mm -hmm. we've gone to see movies by ourselves. We've gone to the Midnight Shorn. We've we've, uh, had that anticipation for a new movie Mm -hmm. of like our favorite franchise yep. and all that so it's got all the like cool little things the action john mctiernan like i could we could think of other people to put in there that that have the the chops yep to do a movie like this they may they make it work i think uh his crew and everybody made it work that maybe another director would make it just as corny, but not as good, not what as if, badass. Uh, what if, uh, like, James Gunn had directed this movie? Oh, what? <laughs> like, a guy who makes fun of things as he, like, makes good things of that. Yeah, but they probably would have been, like, saying a joke every minute. Yeah. And it would have been... The main problem with this movie is the, the tonal, the tonal mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got some happiness, then you got, my son is dead, I don't have a father, I'm getting assaulted by a burglar. And then yeah. Joe the fart, and uh, a yeah. guy with a glass eye. and uh, yeah. so, so, all that stuff, and then, I guess you are supposed to see, like, oh, well, it's <coughs> gritty New York, and it's full of crime, and then... He wants to escape to this, like, uh, movie world. Beautiful L.A. And it's Hollywood. Yeah, but there's only that little part, like the blockbuster and then the beautiful women, where you really see it's a fantasy. Hmm. But other than that, um, there's still a bad guy. And that Charles Dance did a hell of a job. Hmm. He's actually pretty formidable. 
Yeah. He's pretty cool. And then um, I give it the five stars, man. I, I enjoy it, though. I can't. I forgive it all. And like yeah. you said, Eddie, Arnold was on that iconic status for me. Yeah. Where he could do no wrong for a while. And then now, like, I've just accepted that he's an old guy, you know. But I still respect him. And I just respect the fact that he's not making, like, De Niro cash grab movies. Or he's not Righteous doing Bruce, Bruce Willis. Uh, just, like... Directed DVD. Yeah, just phoning it in. At least he's maintained his theatrical. Yeah. I, lo- I love yeah. that, Status. like, that, like, Jordan reference where it's, like... Right now, he's in his wizard's <laughs> ear. Like, yeah. he might have one of those games where he hits 50, but yeah. in general, he's just like going out there getting 18, maybe. Yeah, and just like kinda... he's helping the team get a few wins, but yeah, just based on his like prior, you know, mm-hmm. stuff he's done, he definitely should stop the Terminator shit, though. He should stop all that. See, I agree with you, but dude, in that scenario, it's so hard to be like ten million dollars, Arnold. Like, like Arnold, no. we've, we've used up all the the different ways that you look old. We can't think of any more ideas yeah. that why the 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 robot has old skin. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. but yeah, five. Yep. Unapologetically, I know it's not a five, but I I, I want to give it a five. There there are definitely two different ratings where yeah. it's like. It's like I'll like I give like Infinity War a five, but like if you want to be nitpicky, it's not like it's not the greatest movie. I give that a five also. Yeah, we probably sound like a couple of we're just a bunch of nerds. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah I'd give this like a four four point five five because I'm definitely gonna rewatch this many more times in my lifespan. Like this. Yeah, I'll go back when I said initially at the start, like Ar- I, I think I honestly put Arnold as my favorite actor slash celebrity person. Mm-hmm. I heard he has a broader range than Robert De Niro. Oh yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch this. I'm gonna rewatch <laughs> Predator. I'm gonna rewatch Total Recall. Jingle All the Way is my go-to Christmas For sure. movie. Like Fuck yeah, Terminator, Terminator Two. Like, I don't know. Arnold's just a cool dude to me. And yeah. I'd love to meet him in I person. Agree. I but yeah, agree. His hits outweigh completely his bad movies. Yeah. 4.5 or 5. like Because this movie is a perfect joke in itself. Like yep. Arnold really... He put it on for this movie. He knew... Like... He knew how to joke about himself. Yeah. yeah. And he did a great job doing it. I'm, I'm depressed that... At the time, it wasn't seen for how it is. And I have seen lots of reviews on the internet of people kind of like hating on this movie. But I'm glad the three of us, we both have a positive outlook on it where we understand I, what I don't. I don't think you can consider yourself a movie lover and not love this movie. Yeah, we all see the positive of like what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy in it is good. The outlandish outrageousness of the movie of the scenes of the explosions yeah like him just driving down the highway in one scene there's like 12 car accidents that he somehow <laughs> yeah does himself by staying in the same lane because that's what happens in action movies yeah. people these no, no these you, cool you can't drive a car without being in a car yeah chase. these cool guys are driving and getting in people's way and causing accidents 
that doesn't matter to them because they're safe and they're cool. Explosions that happen a mile in the background that they cause. It's cool. It's awesome. I love it. I'm going to watch it many more times. I'm hands down going to give this a five star. Yep. I think Arnold's performance is extremely underrated. Yep. I think if you watch the movie knowing what people that love the movie already know about the movie, they think it's a genius performance. I think... The action directing is amazing. The comedy is amazing. The kid is a good actor. I don't think he comes across as annoying or whiny, which a lot of kid actors do. Um, you know, you know, he's a kid. He's not going to put in a five-star performance. But as a kid who loves action movies, he's good. And, uh, yeah, I just think the, the cinematic craft, the budget, the stunts, um, the special effects, the references i mean uh, i think if you're a real movie fan you're gonna have to give this movie five stars like you would give something like airplane five stars Mm -hmm. or you know once upon a time in hollywood five stars i know there's some debate um but yeah five stars totally i want to buy this blu-ray now oh you're gonna go buy buy the blu-ray on your way if i may uh add a few more things yes arnold's uh, arnold's uh red <clears throat> reddish hair I, oh i yeah. liked it with it then he had that in kindergarten cop too it looked yeah and it looked good with the red t-shirt um i i i can compare this to true lie true lies is like like no jokes some jokes funny funny jokes well, but better action well, also, it's like, I don't know. And it's the, not a parody of yeah, itself. There's not I as guess. many Arnold quips, but there's like scenes where Bill Paxton's like, I got a small dick, it's better. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know, stuff like that. But like... Uh, also, but in Last Action Hero, it's some but of True the Lies jokes. is close. You're yeah. right. I mean, it, it's it's not quite true. Uh, uh, Last Action Hero, but True Lies is definitely like... Here's the anti-terrorist action movie, yep. you know, thing. So some of the jokes are good, and then some are just. It's like when they when they try a little too hard, that's when it gets corny. Yeah. But when they put in the subtle jokes, like Eddie was talking about, when he's just driving and they're having the conversation, and all these just cars are swerving off the street and shit. When yeah. Arnold's driving, it's it's perfect. That's like pretty funny, mm-hmm. and not many people would notice that, I guess, but. They would on reviews yeah. and rewatches. So yeah. It, yeah, it's a fun one, man. It's like I've seen it so many times. It's, it's, it's a stone cold classic. Yeah. Arnold, the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> Arnold Braunschweiger. <laughs> yeah. I love I love He's Arnold too, man. I, I'm glad we we. And this won't be the last time we oh, show him. Oh no, Arnold we still love. need to do. Well, now we've recall, had running we, man. We, we've had such a string of actually good movies. Um, it's gonna be a mystery as to what Omar picks for. My pick is next. Yes. And there's been some crazy ideas, and some things that Omar has purposely kept from us that we'll just have to find out. Good. But I'm we'll glad. see if it's. Uh, he might have been playing uh, too much of a good cop with Fifth, fifth Element. I don't want to know what the movie is until I show up at Omar's <laughs> until house. Until the so. day of. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Well, this has been Slob Cinema, and we've just talked about... Could be Wolverine Origins. <laughs> Did you just call me Blob? <laughs>
And we just talked about Dude, last Gambit. action hero. Shut up, Eddie. Gambit. They ruined my boy. They did. Oh, my God. Or it could be like Junior. It's okay. It would have been worse when that Channing Tatum movie came out. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'd kind of prefer what he is now than to a Channing Tatum full movie. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. But. Last so, Action Hero. Last Action Hero. Five, five, four point five slash five from Eddie. Yeah, I'll just give it a five. Let's just give it all five. Five yeah. fives, 15 out of 15. Maybe I'll pick Sahara starring Matthew McConaughey. I kind of like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta pick something AJ doesn't like. There's not too many that I don't like. Like mm. Dark Knight or Black Panther. <laughs> or Do the Right Thing. I was also maybe uh, Superman 3 or 4, Quest for Peace. The, Ooh. the canon, the canon one. Just, yeah, just keep it okay. close to your I chest. Won't, I won't say nothing. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks everyone. Bye. Pause for edit. Oh.